Hey, it's another episode of Two Shot Tuesday with Jason and Barry. This week, we reveal the top secret origin story of how Barry and I met. We also bring the long-promised Coke versus debate to its stunning conclusion with Coke Zero squaring off against the original Coca-Cola. And, well, we discuss vegan leather, which, let's face it, it's about time. So grab your favorite whiskey and settle in, because it's all happening right now on Two Shot Tuesday. Welcome to Two Shot Tuesday. I'm Jason Riley, And I'm Barry Nixon. Good to be back with you, Jay. Welcome to another episode of Two Shot Tuesday. It just keeps going and going. I'm so, you know what, once we started this, I had no idea we'd be even getting to this. I think this is episode five, which yeah. is already pretty amazing. Yep. And you know what? We've already learned something. We learned that uh, when you send a text to our text number, 647-486-4848, which we love to have texts coming in. They have to be short texts because we got a text that was very long and it turns out what it does is is it cuts off that text. So we didn't get the whole thing. So nice short texts or maybe multiple texts. Yeah, exactly. Not your entire, you know, not <laughs> not like an email in a text. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you got a, so. two lines, something simple, lots of accolades, and then maybe a question or two or or some feedback on the show. You know what, Barry? We're we're five weeks into this into this show. Yes. Uh, this week, why don't we start off instead of just recapping? You know what happened in the weeks, which I'm sure was exciting for us. We talk a little bit about how you and I even met and got to know each other, because that story goes back a long way. It sure does, uh, all the way back to the 1990s, if I recall correctly. Yes. Jay. Yes. And uh, now, how do you remember it? Because those were crazy times. <laughs> Clinton was in <laughs> no, office. They were. Yeah, I mean, uh, there was no uh, internet, really. I mean, there was, but it wasn't clearly what it is today. Yeah. Uh, no, Jason and I began uh, our friendship at the Second City Training Program mm-hmm. all those years ago. And uh, clearly, there was instant chemistry. And, uh, you know, we put together some pretty hilarious scenes over the years. Um, and then, you know, there was a stage of life where we kind of lost touch for, you know, not really a long time, like 15 years or something like that. The time a child could be born to the point when they could be just about driving. That's 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 <laughs> how long we didn't talk. IJ. Yeah, it really is. They grow up so fast, these kids. They really do. Uh, but thankfully, through the power of the internet, really, and also Chris Whitby running into yeah. you at an audition, that's where really what kind of uh, sparked, uh, you know, the reunion. And uh, yeah, it's been gold ever since. Yeah, it's been it's been fun. Like, and we were just saying. Like, we don't even remember why we stopped talking. There was not really a good reason. There was no feud. There was no animosity. There was no, and we had been, like, before that, Barry and I were, not only did we meet at Second City, but we actually uh, bonded with a number of people that were in our class at that time. We formed a sketch troupe and an improv troupe that had three names. Do you remember the three names we went through? Uh, I remember Slippery Slope. I remember Captain Crunch and Marbles, which is one I think we came up with when we were very high. Or at least I was. And then I pitched it to you. And you're like, this isn't the right time. But by the end of the conversation, you're like, yeah, whatever. Just do it. If it's going to make you go away, let's do it. And then what was the first one? Paper uh, Cut Fun. Holy shit. And then Slippery Slope was our was our final one. And I think that was the best one. Because that actually mm-hmm. was born out of, you know, like comments we got from our improv teacher. Uh, often we would do a scene that when she would say, okay, this is a slippery slope, guys. I don't know where you're going with yeah. this. Nobody knows where you're going with this. And so that seemed to be the most natural one. Yeah. Uh, of, of all the names. Yeah, that, I mean, that was a great time. That was really a lot of fun. All right, shot number one, what have you got tonight? 
I am returning to the Black Barrel after last week, taking a brief uh, U-turn to Guyana with the El Dorado 12. Yeah. I'm back right yeah, square I'm, in the Black Barrel. And I'm sticking with Jameson Original. Cheers. You can never go wrong. Cheers. I don't know how big a reality TV fan you are, but if you could be on any reality TV show, what would it be and why? That's a great question. I'm not the biggest reality TV show fan. I think the best reality TV is sports. So, uh, I mean, if I could be on a sports team, I would say uh, put me on uh, with the Red Sox and I'll see you next, you know, whenever the season starts up, I'll be there opening day. Some of the like uh, fixing up cars uh, shows mm, I like. That's a good um, one. Yeah, yeah, like there's one called Chasing Classic Cars. It's like these two older British guys are like traveling around, travel around the U.S. and they find, um, you know, vintage vehicles and restore them for sale. Yeah. So that's kind of cool. I, I wouldn't mind driving around the U.S. Uh, looking for vintage vehicles. That'd be kind of fun. Yeah. Especially if it were like you know older BMWs. As you know, I am an enthusiast and part of the tribe. So yes, absolutely, uh, you are. I would. Yeah. yeah. You you know your way around a BMW for sure and love. What about it. you? Uh, you know what? I was the, I'll go with the first answer that jumped into my head, even though I think I would hate it once I got there, but I think survivor would be one to go out. And like, that's intense too. Like that's, you know, that's two months on an Island scavenging for yourself and having to still be nice to people and then compete in challenges. So it would be a real grueling test. You know, if you got into trouble, I suppose you could get voted out early. You could work it out that way. And then just, you know, hang out on the island for a while, I guess. Oh, I think they ship you home right away. They? <laughs> they probably do. Well, not if you yeah. make it to jury, because you got to you gotta vote for the winner if you get voted out at a certain point. So that's not a bad idea. So I think I would pick that, but I would complain about it, and I would probably hate it and regret it. All right. Well, I have a, a, an equally ridiculous question for you. Okay. If I may. And that you is may. this uh, the subject of vegan leather. What is vegan leather? And should cows be worried that they will be replaced in the fashion industry? Go. Uh, uh, that's, I guess, okay. leather made out of uh, some type of plant or a plant-based nut, product, I guess. Nut. Uh, I was thinking like a, yeah, like a cashew that had been pressed and then hammered and then they add in some lentils and they yeah. mash those together and dry that's it a, in the sun. Yeah, oh, it, sound, it sounds just as good as a, as a vegan burger. And, you know, I, I like a good Beyond Meat burger. So let's see, vegan leather. I, I, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. I think that's uh, got to be up to something we got to look at for next week. Because I, I don't know what it so. is either. But I, I was served an ad when I was on my BBC app getting my news for the day. I was served up an ad about a vegan leather shop. And I thought I've never once even conceived or thought of this as a, as a thing. Um, and suddenly I'm being served an ad for vegan leather. I don't know. A bit weird. It's, it's interesting. Maybe my phone was hacked. I don't know, Jay. Maybe, hey, I, should be, maybe you know, yeah. I, I should be a bit more concerned. Yeah, uh, you should watch right out about this. You should watch out what sites you're going to that's serving up this vegan leather. But it does, <laughs> it, it's an interesting concept because I remember, you know, when Beyond Meat Burgers going to, to plant based burgers, when they were really taking off, you know, the meat industry was trying to fight back by saying they couldn't be put in the burger section and they couldn't even call themselves burgers because they're not burgers. Just like almond milk is now, it's now called like almond beverage. This Finally. Is oh, here we go. So this it's is not good. milk. Counterpoint. And not uh, pulverized nut uh, is not milk. Milk comes from a mammary gland of an animal. 
That's what milk is. That's the definition of milk. It comes out of a gland. And last time I checked, Jay, nuts don't have glands. They got nothing. And when you just crush them together and make a paste and add water, that is not milk. Anyway. You know, I'm suddenly remembering why we stopped talking 15 minutes ago. <laughs> All right. So I wanted to circle back to something we talked about last week, Jay, and that is the yeah. head-to-head taste test of Coke oh. Zero versus regular Coke. Been waiting so, for this Linda, one. I couldn't sleep last night knowing that this was coming up. Well, you will be able to sleep well tonight, my friend, because you're about to have answers to what's been plaguing you. Uh, and- my wife, Linda, she set this up. She uh, wrapped the two cans in a very thick uh, construction paper. I see that. Uh, and so I, I have no idea which can is which. I'm going to go ahead and open both of them now. Wow. And while you're opening cans, let's just summarize. Last week, we did Coke Zero versus Diet Coke. Is there a difference in the taste? The answer is yes, there's a difference in the taste. And Coke Zero tastes more like I thought regular Coke, but I haven't tasted a regular Coke in years. So this is where you come in. We've got Coke Zero versus Coke. Okay. Well, without further ado. Mm-hmm. Taking a sip. See, I've, okay. I'm not going to say anything yet, but I think what, I already know. You think you know, but uh, interesting. Okay. Do you want to let I'm me know? Go no. with, not yet. Okay. <laughs> Can number two coming up. Oh, wow. I thought I knew. Holy oh, Really? Sh- okay. Hang on. Let me steady myself. Um, okay. I still think, I, I still think I know the, I think Coke, the normal regular Coke is on the left and on my right here is, is Coke Zero. What gave it away is the Coke Zero has a touch of aftertaste like Diet Coke, but it's dialed back. It's not quite the same blast of aspartame like what you get with a Diet Coke, but there's enough of it there that it's a giveaway. You think so? Anyway. Let's, see, let, let's see if I'm right. Let's, let's see. see if I'm right. Look at that. Revealed. Is that I, right? That was correct. That's Coke Zero. Co- Coke Zero, man. So that was so the, the second one giveaway. you tasted. Yeah. That was okay. the second one. The slight giveaway is that hint of aspartame at the very end. Not bad, though. I mean, not- better than a, a, a Diet Coke, in my opinion. If I was served one of these, I would drink it and not complain. That's incredible, because you've never tasted a Coke Zero. Never. This is the first time ever. But uh, good old regular Coke, though. I mean, it is a guilty pleasure. Every now and then, not all the time. It's not in any way good for anybody. But I did buy the the very small can. Mm-hmm. See that? They're like almost like, you know, it's meant for infants this size. <laughs> <laughs> Coke would love to hear you say that. Like, Get them going early. Great. Well, that's good. Success. You'll be able to sleep easy tonight. I'm putting a check mark next to that on the old sheet. <laughs> Status complete. All right, so let's let's talk about uh, let's talk about names for a second here. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the name Horus will ever become popular again? Oh, is it not? <laughs> <laughs> I well, I only know two Horuses, uh, but they they're both up really. Both, so, yeah, you don't yeah. know a Horus. I don't know a Horus. Um, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know why it would be. There's no. You know what? It would become popular if Beyonce had a child and named that child Horus. That's or, true. Or like, or um, or one of the, you know, any one of the the royal family, maybe. Uh, right. Okay. So you're saying there's a chance. There's hope for Horace. <laughs> there's hope. There's hope for okay. Horace. <laughs> if somebody really popular names their child Horace, maybe a Kardashian, but even then, their their star is fading. If they're gonna if they're gonna save Horace, they got to do it with the next kid. 
I love it. Hashtag save Horace. Let's get save that. Horace. Let's get it. Let's get it trending. <laughs> I uh, I can't even. What do you think? I'll ask you your side no, of that I, question. Yeah, my <laughs> my side is I, I'm not sure. It, I think it's just too harsh sounding to the uh, North American ear. Maybe it'll be it'll come back in Germany. It's a bit more of a guttural sort of language, a guttural sound. Horace. You know what I mean? It's, Horace. Because it's got Horace, right? It's got horror in it, and it's yes. got ass in it, which is so. Those are two things which aren't working in Horace's favor. They aren't, but in uh, Europe, I think Horace has a chance. We'll see. <laughs> Horrors. What band would you want to play at your funeral? Wow, that's a great question. Eh? It's not bad. Am I, am not I the allowed most... to shoot any band, like uh, regardless of budget and monetary constraints, that's all out the window. In a fantasy world, I could get you two to come and play at my funeral. If yeah. I'm not going to pick them, but you're saying yeah. anyone. I'm saying, okay. yeah, U2 is on the table. That is an excellent question. Um, how many songs do, do they get to do? Just like a set oh. or? <laughs> well, you know, they don't want to upstage you because you're the, you're the, no. you know, the <laughs> guest of honor, but you're not going anywhere. So. I'm happy for them to do it, Jay. I mean, they <laughs> yeah. came all that way. <laughs> let's say, let's say a solid, like, let's say like a solid five songs. Oh man, that's really good. Okay. Five songs from any band that I love. I'm probably still going to have to go, and I'm not sure how many people actually know this band, but I'm going to have to go with the Slackers. That's my favorite band. I knew it. Of all time. I love ska music and reggae, so I would probably say. And they look like a bunch of guys who would be fun to be around. So, like, if they were going to, like, because yeah. I wouldn't want to have, I mean, this wouldn't probably be a traditional funeral. be more like a wake. So it'd be like a party. I feel like those guys uh, would fit right into that. So the Slackers. Five songs. They might even do, their songs are pretty quick. They might be able to squeeze seven. So we'll see. We could do an encore, something like that. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, that's my answer. What about you? I would pick, I was thinking about it. I would pick probably my favorite band, which is My Chemical Romance. Oh, good one. I also think that because, you know, the the first album that I really liked of theirs when I first heard of them was The Black Parade. Welcome to The Black Parade, being a big, uh, being a big hit off that album. And so they know how to do dark funeral type music but do it well in a nice lighthearted way so they could put like a little it okay. could be dancey but it could still be dark so you said this is your favorite band of all t- time yes wow that's cool yeah. i don't think i knew that about you that that was number one i really like them i uh, and they're getting back together they split up and now apparently well they were getting back together to do a tour um, that's right before it COVID was cut hit. short yeah yeah mm-hmm. but i did see at the danforth music hall gerard way who was their lead singer, and he's released some solo albums. And so he did a set. So it was fun to see him at uh, at the Danforth Music Hall a couple of years ago. Would you take him on his own, though? If, say, there was some kind of further snafu and we flash forward and Jace, like 25 years from now, My Chemical Romance is broken up yet again, would you take oh, just the lead singer? It's a tough I know. blow. And I've already died. So that's two, two <laughs> pieces of bad news. His solo stuff I enjoy, but I don't know if it's if it's as good funeral music. It's more Britpop inspired, which you would like because okay. you were always I a would. Britpop guy. Yes, absolutely. So uh, that's you know, where I met my wife on a Britpop night in the city oh. at a bar. It was on a Britpop night. Anyway, I don't mean to derail you. You're in the middle of something. Yeah, it's my funeral. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. Should we do uh, our second shot? Uh, yes. Okay, shot number two. Let's do it. Jameson, 
Black Barrel, Jameson. Cheers. What is your favorite movie poster artwork that you've ever seen? I, now, nowadays, they usually just take pictures of the mm -hmm. stars. But like I'm talking about back in the day when we were growing up, when you go to the video store, often you'd make your choice based on the cover of the VHS cassette. Yeah. So at least that's how I made a lot yeah. of my decisions watching yeah. movies back then. What's your favorite piece of art for a movie? Wow. Uh, from back in the day. I mean, the first one that jumped into my head was Star Wars because it's just a classic, that classic image with Luke Skywalker. I mean, it's like that classic adventure image that has been used and they just adapted it for, for Star Wars. Um, it's, that's probably my, face, I, my favorite. I also loved uh, Conan the Barbarian. Yep. was another one that I really liked. So those would be my two top, I guess. Yeah, um, those are both good. I was gonna say The Thing the outline of the guy with the, the, the light behind him. Yeah. I, mean, I thought that, that was always pretty cool. Um, and then like the cover of Creep Show. Remember Creep Show, the movie yes, that- uh, with the George, skeleton. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, George Romero directed it, but it was like a bunch of Stephen King stories. It was, I yeah. guess, anthology. It spawned a sequel. The sequel wasn't that good. So I have to say that. I also liked, um, oh man, do you remember this movie uh, from the 80s called Chud? C-H-U-D, and they had periods in between the C and the H and the U and the D. And it was like this creature that lived in the sewer and the poster was like the sewer no. lid cover was sort of just propped up and you could just see the eyes coming out. Like no. it was like he was underneath and he just popped the sewer lid, but he's looking at you. Really? What was he? Yeah. Like it was a... just, it's just like this toxic waste creature that lived oh. in the sewer, yeah. I didn't see it. So he's not like a dog or anything like, he, like an, animal. you know, I, I wish I had more information. Uh, <laughs> we weren't just talking about the, the, the look of the, the art. Poster. Right? Like the, That's right. The poster. Exactly. Uh, I feel like I, I probably saw parts of that movie at first choice super channel until my mom caught me and said, Get yeah, to bed. you know, so we'll be watching this crap. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I remember that poster being uh, pretty freaky. What is your favorite Christmas movie that you would watch every mm. year? Is there one that every year it comes on, you, you watch it? It's not so much a movie, but a show. I'll watch Frosty the Snowman was one of the cartoons that I loved watching. Yeah, yeah, classic. And so the original one, yeah, because they came out with a sequel to it years later, but the original one I loved. And that was from, is that from the 60s or the late 50s, that one? Ooh, I don't know. I'm going to guess 60s, yeah. but I don't know. Yeah. But that one I loved. That was my go-to Christmas show. The Muppet Christmas cool. Carol would be another one movie that I love watching. I never saw that. Oh, so good. If any Muppet movie, I would say that's the one to watch. Michael really? Caine. Even over better than the, the original one? I think so. I haven't seen the original one in a long time. Michael Caine plays Scrooge. Oh, yeah? And Rizzo the Rat and Gonzo are like the, the two comedic kind of storytellers. And it's they're, they're, the banter is quite funny. What's your, right, what's, will... what's your Christmas movie? Do you have one? Uh, it's a Wonderful Life. Oh, uh, I love it. I, I mean, love that, I, that movie. I love that movie too. And I always, it always hits me uh, at the end of the movie. Like every time I've seen this movie a zillion times, but I still, you know, you know, when Zuzu pedals, you know, every time a bell <laughs> rings, that always, I mean, I, I, let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> of course, that's, I should have said that first thing. That is a fantastic movie. It really is. It's, uh, yeah. it's one I love. Um, uh, and of course, I mean, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Yeah, if that's on, I'll watch it. Batman no Returns. Oh, it's a Christmas. Well, it begins. Movie. 
it starts at Christmas, doesn't it? It's, uh, the or whole is it time Christmas? is it's over Christmas. Oh yeah. Oh, Die Hard as well. Yeah, Die Hard. Another Christmas one. Yeah, Home Alone. All the all those. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of Scrooged with Bill Murray? I watched it last year. I hadn't seen it in a long time. It was I really liked it because I hadn't seen it in a long time and I'd forgotten yeah. a lot of the jokes. So I think like you know it's one that like every five years I could watch. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. It's not yeah. bad. Christmas I like Vacation too. I, I like it, but I get tired. Of, like, it's not one that I'm going to watch every single year. Okay, that's fair. And what about Rambo? That, is that Absolutely. every three years? Do we have, do you want to do one more question? I think we got time mm-hmm. for one more. All right. So here's a question in the spirit of gift giving, but also I mean, we talk, you talked about funerals earlier, so I'm going to switch to weddings. Okay. Uh, when, you get, when you get invited to a wedding... Are you more of a give a physical gift guy or a cash gift guy? Uh, this will probably get me invited to a lot of weddings, uh, but okay. I'm, a, I'm a cash gift guy. Yes, I am too. I think that's the right way to go. I have heard that some people think that's day class day to give cash. I'm really? not sure that that person. Yeah, I, I, I I'm with you. I, I think cash is king, it, uh, especially when it goes uh, you know, straight into the pockets of the bride and groom because they're starting their lives. Yeah. Their lives out together, right? So whatever they can get I think, as a boost, why not? I think that person that says it's day class A has, uh, is, is buying their wedding gifts on sale from somewhere. They're, they've got a whole oh bunch of like toasters or, you know, uh, <laughs> gravy boats sitting in their basement that they bought and uh-huh. they're bringing them to the wedding and they're trying to make it sound like that's the best gift. And we need to expose people like this, Jay. Yeah. We can't have this in 2020. Let, let's put that out to our listeners. You know, what do you think? Do you think, ca- is it cash? We'll have a little poll. Yeah. Cash or or a, a physical gift. And you can text, uh, you know, cash or, or physical gift to our text line, 647-486-4848. Keep it short. Don't, don't go on and on about it. <laughs> and if you want to chime in about vegan leather or almond milk, any of the things you've heard tonight, the controversial things that we like to tackle here on Two Shot Tuesday, yeah. please give us your, <laughs> your thought. And if also, if you want to mention anything about uh, what, what your favorite is with the Coke Zero versus regular Coke. Versus Diet Coke. Still a part, versus still Diet Coke. Even though it came last, it's still, you know, it's, it's still going to be talked about. <laughs> Dead last. Yeah. So don't let us lead you. Um, well, be honest with us. Take, you know, put it out there. This has been another successful Two Shot Tuesday. Yeah. What do you think? I think so. I think we did it. So homework for next week. Do we have any? I think we got to test this vegan leather thing. I mean, is it lentils? Is it hammered out nuts? We need to find out what the hell is going on. I think that'll be me. That'll be my takeaway. I'm going to find out what's going on with vegan leather. I'm going to report back next week. All right. And uh, for my job, I will hold you accountable to that. (laughs) That is not fair, (laughs) but we'll we'll do it. Perfect. All right. (laughs) A pleasure talking to you tonight. Good to see you, Jay. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Have a great night, Barry. You too.